Welcome back to another ESL podcast and welcome back to another Corporate Finance Monday. Oh my God. We are on fire in the new year. I'm bringing you all the beautiful content as always. And again, just want to give a big shout out to all of you out there because man, the podcast average is just skyrocketing. Oh, the blog, the people going, you know, going on to my ESL podcast page is just so amazing. I'm so grateful for all of it. So thank you guys so much. For being loyal supporters and listening to this, this wonderful podcast, I appreciate you guys and love you guys just so, so much. So with that being said, guys, it's another describing financial changes. Remember, we talked about the craziness. I had a, a significant amount of plays from England. Yeah, I think I broke some things down very, very well. I don't know what city this was in England. Never heard of them before. But, you know, it's really it's really easy how things get out and how people can find things very easily and stuff, you know. And so, again, obviously talking about money is so interesting, especially corporate finance. Really want to bring on, um, you know, one of my uh, current students right now. She's an accountant. And I really want to record a couple of things in regards to what she has to say, because, you know, she does she does accounts payable and receive uh, receivable and all these other things that I just find so interesting. But in saying that, nonetheless, today is going to be about you understanding how to describe changes. Now, we have verbs such as decline, decrease, fall, grow, increase, remain the same, rise, stabilize. And so it's very, very easy to obviously talk about, you know, describe financial changes just by using these verbs, right? Now, if we actually throw adjectives in front of them, such as a gradual increase, a marginal increase, which is very very little, a quick fall, a rapid decline, uh, a significant uh, or significant growth, uh, steady growth, a steady fall. These are different ways that you could describe, you know, big changes small changes, fast changes, and slow changes, all right? So this is what I've, you know, uh, have talked about before in my previous podcast dating way back to probably season two and three. And again, what we're going to do today is talk about or listen to Jeff Golden, who is the CFO of Wood Forts, and he is going to be giving a presentation talking about these different types of financial changes, All right. So you're going to hear him talk about things like contrastive expressions. Now, for those of you, again, lots of new places who are tuning in to me uh, and listen to me today versus probably about a year ago. Again, I didn't have consistent plays from Taiwan. I had majority of the consistent plays were coming from places like Brazil and stuff. But now I have Nepal. I have Colombia. I have uh, Taiwan. I now have Vietnam, which is amazing. Thailand is storming into. So you guys probably weren't there like during season three and season four, but I did do a lesson in regards to contrastive uh, expressions. Well, again, when describing, you know, financial changes, you could say, although our sales increased, meaning there's going to be a contrast, our profits fell. Or our sales increased, however, our profits fell. Or despite our sales increasing with the ING, our profits fell. So note that when despite is used with the verb, the verb is in the ING form. Okay. And obviously with however, it always introduces 
another piece of information. All right, so right now, we're going to listen to Jeff. We're going to break some things down. We'll talk about it. Then we'll go into some good old presentations. But I'm thinking about doing that in the next uh, podcast. But let's see what we got here. Let's listen to Jeff and let's go from there. Here we go. Track 10. Easy. So we've had a look at the numbers and we've got some interesting results. I think we've performed well this year and we're happy to see profits growing, although they didn't grow as much as forecasted. So let's look at those profits in more detail. Although our gross profit increased significantly, we also experienced higher costs, so we didn't see significant increases in operating profits. Despite a gross income of 100,000 more than last year, our EBIT only increased by 48,000. This difference was largely caused by salary increases due to increased production capacity. And I'm happy to report that even though wages impacted our profits, all other costs stabilised this year. Moving on to the balance sheet, we can see that although cash didn't change significantly, our accounts receivable has risen massively, meaning the overall position of our assets is very healthy. However, as you can see, we have increased our debt significantly this year. This is to fund essential maintenance. Despite increasing our debt, we remain well financed and I hope we can reduce these levels next year. So in saying that, when you're actually given, uh, you know, given a presentation and you're showing people these figures, it's much better. Now, in the previous podcast... You heard her saying that our liquidity is strong, et cetera, et cetera. And then the guy went on to say and mentioned a name in regards to someone being at Morgan Stanley. And she wasn't being straightforward with him until she finally said 15 billion. And then that was the beginning of chaos. So when you're looking over this with, let's say, accountants or anyone, it's always good to say, okay, well, you know, this specific sector has performed well. He said profits are growing, meaning in an upward trend, uh, but it's not as growing as fast as forecasted. Okay, so let's say it grew 10,000, but it's not as fast as, you know, I'm sorry, not as forecasted. I'm guessing they probably had a big number in head, probably like at 30,000 or probably in this case, probably 500,000. Who knows? But nonetheless, not as forecasted. Right. So gross profit up, costs are up. Operating profits remain stable. We talked about the EBIT being 400, uh, $480,000. Uh, the wages are impacted. The production capacity obviously has gone up significantly, but the accounts receivable is very healthy. So again, like I told you before, when you're looking at financial reports, it's very important to say, okay, is this a healthy financial report? Going back to Warren Buffett and what he had said about Lehman Brothers when they, have, when they approached him, he said, this is very, very bad. You know, and so although they increased their debt, but they're planning on lowering it next year. <clears throat> so, you know, being able to train at a company uh, and, you know, I train in corporate English plus high performance training. I am in a room at this specific furniture store. They are a competitor of Lazy Boy, Ikea and a couple of other places. Right. And. Being there, there is the accounting department right next door. They don't work simple eight-hour shifts. They work from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. 
And so, you know, having them in there and they're like five students and one of them is just so, so nice. I realized how unbelievably valuable accountants are, you know, and going back to, uh, you know, a bank that I had trained at before them. Uh, what is it? There were four audit and executives that I trained at the top of this bank. And who knows, I might be going back to the, uh, this year. I don't know when, but let's just see because schedules get filled up very quickly. But I remember there would all there would always be fraud. So they would come in probably five minutes late. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And they're like, oh, sorry, we had a big problem. I'm like, what? It's like, oh, this fraud. And so unfortunately, there are accountants that kind of try swindling and throwing some money over here or over there. And when you have someone working in a bank like that, that is such a dangerous thing because when figures don't add up and they just start disappearing, oh man, it is tough. Now, if you guys think of people who audit, and I'm gonna go to audit him just because, you know, this is a territory where a lot of people don't like to go. If I look at auditors out here in Thailand, they're not as angry as they are in America. Uh, the first auditors that I actually had seen from Bangkok for the first time uh, that was at the company that I was just training at probably just a couple of weeks ago, right? I was looking into that room and there were just like five to six of them. They looked like angry Americans right now. Obviously, they're not Americans, but they had that stigma. They had that persona like I am an auditor. I am an angry, horrible individual who has come to claim lives. Like they have that type of stigma and that aura around them, right? And I'm like, oh God, you guys have been watching too many American films because if we look at auditors in America, if they ever come by, they are the most ruthless individuals you'll ever come across outside of obviously uh, Thailand immigration. But in just saying that and putting it into context, you know, here in Thailand for the most part, Audinet and the executives who I had spoken to, they were absolutely down to earth, wonderful. We're talking about executives for the biggest private bank here in Thailand. And so being able to obviously um, coach them in investment, corporate finance and other things in regards to like corporate, uh, corporate English, you know, three years ago or right, just right before the shutdown or right after the shutdown happened, it was such a pleasure. And at the same time, I realized how important departments are and specific departments, especially accounting. So in saying that people, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing presenting slides in the next corporate finance. This is going to be very, very good. And again, I think some of you may have already asked, um, in regards to, you know, the Business English Podcast uh, badge, and I told everyone that I was going to debut it this year, but I still don't have that. I'm, I'm still focusing on the big things and just making sure I get all the courses out there before I start doing that again, because obviously that hasn't gotten so much, you know, it hasn't gotten so much uh, attention just yet. But nonetheless, people, it will be coming very, very soon. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another Describing Financial Changes Corporate Finance Podcast. If you want to have more and communicate with me, follow me on my Arsenio's ESL podcast page. Big shout out for my folks from France, Norway, and of course, Mexico, because I've been having a lot of followers from those countries. And it's very rare to come across from, uh, you know, uh, to come across anyone from Norway on my ESL podcast. That's pretty awesome. And France, especially. So I am very, very excited that people are going over and creating that relationship with me. And Guys, do not be afraid. Get y'all behinds over there and I'll be seeing you in the next podcast. I'm your host as always.
over and out.